Hi there, Olivia and Alexandra here. We are IVMB candidates from the 2024 class and are also Forte Fellows. We've created this podcast to highlight some of the amazing women who are making an impact in the business world today. What these women all have in common is that they all graduated from an Ivy business program. The objective from this podcast series is to hear from a handful of these women to hear about their unique experiences pre-Ivy and in the workforce. Our hope is that this podcast can be both informational and inspiring to those of you who are interested in entering the business world, and also to help you learn more about the various programs offered at the Ivy School of Business. Okay, so today our inaugural guest is Shivali Barrow. Shivali graduated from the Ivy MBA program in 2003, and we chose Shivali as our first guest for a whole host of reasons. Interestingly, Shivali began her career as a registered nurse and transitioned to a role as a digital health analyst before starting her MBA. Shivali has accepted a role as a consultant and will be working at Bain. And similar to myself and Alex, uh, Shivali is also a Forte Fellow. So welcome, Shivali. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for having me. Excited to be here. So as we mentioned, we're looking forward to having you as our first guest. Um, because of your unique background, sort of where you were, where you're going, um, and for the time that you spent at Ivy. So really today we wanna focus on learning more about your background, what drew you to Ivy and the MBA program, and your career objectives. Um, but really to start off, we wanted to spend some time speaking about yourself as a Forte Fellow. Um, so do you mind explaining for our listeners what a Forte Fellow is and speak a little bit about the program? Yeah, absolutely. So based on my past year at Ivy, uh, Forte Fellows, it's a scholarship that's given to females who exhibit, you know, exemplary, exemplary leadership in their community, or they, you know, show a lot of um, initiative in their own communities of what they've done, as well as, you know, there's the academic side, the um, school, university experiences. And so I think for me, being a Forte Fellow, I had the chance to speak to a lot of other fellows across the states and Canada. Um, it's a pretty prestigious recognition when it comes to business school, especially for, for women who are applying and who get in. And along with that, I think some unique opportunities we got to take on was the there's an annual conference for Forte Fellows that they do every year. Uh, it's a great experience to you know just network, meet with other like-minded people. Um, these girls are amazing; they're doing great things. I met with a couple of the ones in Canada, so at U of T um, as well as Queens, and really, it's just a community for women to you know, share resources and talk about their experiences for whoever is uh, applying to business school or is already in business school. Thank you for that really comprehensive overview. Um, I was wondering if we could just read out your Forte Fellow quote um, and maybe have you speak a little bit to what's in the quote. Um, so your quote was, being an Ivy Forte Fellow allows me to represent women from non-traditional business backgrounds and leverage a platform to engage with women leaders to foster diversity and inclusion in business leadership. It gives me an opportunity to bring forth new perspectives and carve a path for other like-minded women to be curious, innovate, and collaborate to achieve their aspirations while working towards advancing women in business. Yeah, so essentially for me, 
coming from a non-traditional background, I was in healthcare, I was in life sciences, my undergrad is in psychology and human biology. Um, then I went on to do accelerated nursing at U of T and just in the workforce, I'd say 80% of the workforce at University Health Network where I was working at, um, you know, were made up of women. And I found that a lot of us have a lot of ambition and, you know, we want autonomy to sort of make decisions, but that was lacking, especially in that, you, uh, in that particular area that I was working in. And so I really wanted to apply to business school to merge business as well as healthcare together. And for me, I think it's important because a lot of people, you know, nowadays in non-traditional backgrounds, they may feel stuck or they may feel like, you know, this is the trajectory I'm going on and there's no way I can kind of go into business or do something else. But, you know, that's not the case. Um, although it is hard, the transition is hard, I'm not going to lie, but I think it's definitely doable. And that's really what being a Forte Fellow meant for me because I found that, you know, there weren't a lot of people from from healthcare or from just other um female-oriented backgrounds uh, per se. And so I think that was just a great tool for me to advocate for this within my community, within my group. And, you know, after I'm done school and I graduated, I've had several women come up to me saying, wow, you know, you're so used to like being stuck in this place. You're afraid of giving up your role because of seniority or because you're unionized and you're just afraid of really stepping out of that comfort zone. But I think it's important to really figure out what you want to do in life and just take that step and take that risk and go ahead. And, you know, obviously it worked out for me and I, I'm sure it'll work out for a lot of other people. So that's just sort of what that quote was trying to uh, exemplify. Yeah, no, thanks for explaining that for us. And I mean, I also come from a healthcare background. So everything that you said really resonated with me, like why the Forte scholarship, why business school, why you were looking for sort of a, a change or a different direction and also sort of dealing with some of those uncertainties or fears that come with, yeah, being from a non-traditional background or being in a sort of women-dominated profession and, and really making that shift. Um, I think that really kind of encompasses like what's unique about being a Forte Fellow and really sharing kind of what, what you bring to the table in, in kind of a business setting. Yeah, your story is awesome. Um, like when you were talking about it, I just wanted to know, because I know you wanted to transition more into the business world. So when you were like, did you always know, like, I'm going to go do my MBA? Or before you even came to Ivy, you were looking at different paths to go to to get to your end goal? Yeah, I was definitely looking at different paths. So I know within healthcare, there's a lot of different master's programs. There's like healthcare leadership and, you know, master's. I was even considering like a clinical route, like master's of nurse practitioner. I'm just, there's lots of different like master's programs you can apply to nowadays, like PA school or even med school. Um, but for me, I really liked the business focus. And there was a unique, unique opportunity that was, uh, I guess, apparent at the time at UHN, they were doing a digital transformation. And so for me, through that job is when I really realized, oh my gosh, there's a whole world out there of, um, you know, of business leaders and people making decisions. And I also realized there's a huge gap um, within healthcare in these non-traditional backgrounds where, you know, you have these experts in the field that are clinicians, scientists, researchers, but they have no business knowledge. And then you have these business executives and leaders who are making all the decisions. Um, Predominantly, a lot of them are actually male um, within these female-dominated professions as well. 
And so they don't have any healthcare knowledge or any like idea of, you know, the little things here and there. And so for me, I, I identified that gap and I thought, you know, why don't I look into how can I mix the two together? So while I was working, I actually looked into healthcare consulting as well as tech. There was med tech, um, pharmaceutical um, sort of tech, um, biotech. And so just really two pathways I was looking at was consulting, whether it's healthcare consulting or that sort of route, or health tech. I know there's a plethora of different fields out there like, you know, research and medical devices, business development, sales, marketing for pharmaceutical companies or just other um, big consumer product goods um, and services organizations. And so there's definitely a lot of things out there. And for me, I just knew I wanted to switch over into something. I started off with looking into consulting. Um, and luckily at the time it was COVID, or not luckily, but you know, at the time it was COVID and there was a demand for healthcare professions to join these healthcare consulting firms. And so that's really what started my transition into pivoting from healthcare into business. It's really nice to hear really what that sort of, what that spark was yeah. or what the turning point was when you said, okay, yes, now is the time uh, to really make that transition. Um, so if it's okay, thinking a little bit about sort of why IV, why did you choose IV or sort of what's something unique that IV brought to the table in terms of your MBA education? Yeah, absolutely. So I definitely wanted a school that had somewhat of a consulting focus or at least a school where a lot of the graduates would end up in consulting because that was my primary goal at the end. Um, for me, there's so many different reasons as to why Ivy. Um, firstly, that's the only Canadian school I actually applied to. Um, and I had applied to a few American schools. Um, I didn't get it at the time, so I was like, you know what, let me just look into Canada as well. With Ivy, I'd say three main things. So one is obviously that consulting focus. Um, the second would be, it's a little cliche to say, but the people for sure. So when I interacted with the admissions team, with alumni, there's such a strong alumni foundational network and they just go above and beyond in helping you. They're just so nice. And I thought this is a great environment. I really want to immerse myself into you know, an atmosphere like this. Um, especially with people that are going to help you and willing to help no matter what, whether it's applying or even, you know, job hunting or any questions you have after. So the people is the second part. And the third one, I think, would be just the logistics of the program and how it was case-based learning, which is the way I learn. I think a lot of people who may not have a business background, it's easier to relate to things when you have that case-based learning. It's just practical examples. So that was helpful, um, as well as the one-year program, which was really the the highlight of why I chose to go. Yeah, that's a whole lot of great reasons. Yeah. Um, you mentioned case-based learning, and I'm just wondering, just because it's our uh, our first podcast, if you wouldn't mind just briefly explaining what the case method is for people who are listening who maybe aren't familiar with it. Yeah, absolutely. So. The case-based method is, so you know how in undergrad in school you have theory, so you're taught, you know, you have like 40 slides and an lecture or PowerPoint, you're really taught the definitions of things, you're taught the words, you have to do some textbook readings, um, whereas case-based is, it's a real-life business example or a problem. So I think our very first case that I saw at Ivy was Spotify, and so you learn about the company, 
you know, you read maybe it varies from like five to 25 pages um, of a case. You read the background, you understand what problem the company is going through. Uh, in the exhibits, you have financial information, you have data, you, for example, if it's marketing, you may have, you know, marketing decisions, um, HR, you may have organizational charts. There's lots of uh, appendices to kind of help uh, understand what you're going through. And so with CaseBase, you're really just pushed into this role where you're solving the business problem that that person is currently going through. And so there's so many great examples. So, you know, if your company is uh, struggling in terms of revenue or profit, you'd really look into, you know, what are the different ways I can solve this? And it expands the way you think because it's not just following like a linear thought process, but it's really thinking outside the box. What would I do in this situation? You have to analyze the financials. You have to figure out, you know, what's going on in the organization. So it just puts you into the perspective of an actual CEO or, you know, whoever the key person is. And I think that's why it's really helpful to learn that way because, you know, through life, you're just going to go through business examples and, and cases like that. So I think for me, it was really helpful. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I, I love the case space too. That's why I came here too. In undergrad, I took business, but it was not, not case at all. So this is like yeah. a really great experience. So coming from more of the uh, a non-traditional background, like not a business background, what did you find was most challenging about the academics in the program or if you found nothing challenging? So it's definitely a really, really steep learning curve. I think for me, just not knowing what anything was. I remember going into accounting um, as well as finance, uh, finance class and just I'd have 100 tabs on Google open, like define this, define that, and just taking a lot of extra time to watch YouTube videos, talk to my peers in my learning team, ask my professor during office hours, or just really like read the internet or ask my family and friends of, you know, what is going on in the world? Because it is a whole different world, like the jargon, the lingo, the words that you hear, the way things are done, it's quite different from what we're used to in the past. Um, so it was a definitely a steep, a steep learning curve, but it is doable with support. Um, I'm putting in a lot of effort into reading your cases and making sure you're understanding all these little things that are happening, um, because then it'll just pile up and then, you know, it's just easier to go take it day by day, study really hard, and then it becomes easier over time. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Even coming from a business background, it, it is a steeper learning curve than I thought. Yeah. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that it's a one-year program. You're learning so yeah. much information in such yeah. a short amount of time. I guess looking back on sort of your role as someone from a non-traditional background, yourself as a Forte Fellow, yourself as, as a woman, um, do you have any advice for somebody who might fit into one of those niches or roles who might be looking at pursuing um, an MBA at, at Ivy? Yeah, I think my biggest piece of advice would, would, first of all, just to be to go for it and not, you know, have these fears. I find that a lot of people I talk to, they're unsure because they're either afraid of kind of leaving where they're at, they're afraid of taking that risk, um, they're just not sure if this is the right thing for them. But I think if you're someone who feels stuck in your career where you've learned as much as you could you're looking for more autonomy you're looking for more um, just decision making power you're looking for more of a challenge i think 
business school would definitely be helpful as well as, you know, just taking that next step in your career. So not being afraid because I find especially with people from non-traditional backgrounds, they're like, oh, you know, I'm, I, this is all I've known my whole life. And so it's so difficult to kind of leave that behind and take on something new. But you're forgetting that there's a whole world out there. You can always like mix what you did in the past with now. There's new roles coming up every day. And, you know, there's so many different industry areas that you can go into, especially with tech or with marketing. And so that would be the first piece of advice. Um, the second piece of advice, I think, would be to seek out resources and, you know, get help. Like it's it's obviously a difficult journey, but you know, having support systems um, with your family and friends, as well as your own schoolmates and peers, because they're going through this journey with you. They're doing the same exact thing. They're all struggling, um, but they're all, you know, there to help as well. Um, so I think just seeking support and, and realizing that you're not alone in this. And lastly, would be to keep a very open mind. And I think that's important because, like I said, there's a whole world out there. There you might come into business school really wanting something, but leaving with like a completely different job or being inspired by a specific course or a case you found or someone you met and networked with and you, your trajectory of your career might be on a whole different path. And that only happens if you keep an open mind and really, you know, go to all these different events and conferences and there's uh, competitions, case competitions you can partake in. And so really just saying yes and being as involved as you can with everything is, I think, the, the best way to go and making sure you're successful for the long run. Thank you for sharing that. No, I think that just being willing to, to take a chance, see what happens and kind of trusting yourself, trusting the process and knowing that, you know, an idea that you came in with might be completely different than when you leave. Um, I think that's all really true and, and helpful advice. Um, I think that's all the questions we have for you. Um, thank you so much for being our first yeah, guest. Thank you so much. You really shed a lot of light on a variety of different topics. And I think we're really just hoping that whoever's out there listening to our podcast can uh, take some inspiration from you and, and take in some advice and maybe feel a little bit more confident and a little bit more motivated to just really just go for it. it. Yeah. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. And, you know, this is a great experience. And also, one last thing I'll say is I think people from non-traditional backgrounds especially, they underestimate their abilities because, you know, they're coming into something new. But that in itself is their strength. Like, that is what makes you unique, and that is what consulting firms nowadays look for. That's what everyone really looks for, someone who has a unique story, who has life experience, who's done something different and thinks differently that itself is your power and so not to really be afraid or be shy because that is what will really get you to where you need to be excellent yeah. a great note to close on yeah thank you Perfect. once again thank you